Welcome to CRH Talk, where we feature rural health professionals and dive deep into prevention, treatment, and building lasting health. Okay. Hi, everyone. We are here live at Cody Regional Health, and I have an awesome guest with me today, Lauren Thompson, and she is with our Cedar Mountain Center. She's one of our counselors, and we're at a time right now where you can just tell, you can look at me, we're stressed, <laughs> right? It's, right. It's, it's a holiday season. We're trying to financially make decisions, get together with family. Maybe we don't want to, or I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I love getting together with my family. They're all perfect and great, just like yours. I'm right. Sure. Yeah. Um, but she's really just going to go over some things with us on how to some just good holiday stress busters. Right. So yeah. totally last minute. Thankfully, she came down here to talk with me. I personally need it. Um, but just tell us a little bit about yourself, Lauren, like who you are what you do and why you do what you do. Okay. Um, my name is Lauren and I am a counselor at Cedar Mountain Center. And at Cedar Mountain Center, we treat people with co-occurring substance use and mental health disorders. Um, I've been with Cedar Mountain Center uh, off and on since 2016. I've also worked at Behavioral Health, also part of the hospital that provides outpatient treatment. And um, what we do with our treatment is we treat the whole person. We want to make you feel whole if you need that kind of treatment. And we work on helping you with your thoughts, working on helping you with your feelings and changing your life for the better. And we've had a lot of success with that. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm sure you never go through stress because this is what you do for a living. Right. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, so maybe... No counselors get stressed too. Uh, so yeah, just what... What causes stress? Like what causes an increase in things like depression, anxiety? Because for some of us, it's it gets to be an overwhelming thing that we can't function normally. And right. so what... Yeah. yeah. How did, why, why does that even happen? So some of us are biologically predisposed to have more difficulty dealing with stress. And we think that's because there might be some neurotransmitters in your brain, if you've ever heard of that before, that just aren't fire, firing properly. Um, sometimes we experience stress because of our upbringing or our current environment. And everything going on in the world can be challenging to handle. And so we're responding in a way that our physiology, our body tells us something is wrong. And so over time, that can build up and cause problems like depression and anxiety if we can't learn to deal with it properly. Yeah. And I don't know about other people, but for me, it was like after my pregnancies, mm -hmm. I went through this kaboom. Right. So just, I think hormonally, hormones, you know, play a part too. different age types. You just kind of go through that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've got that. <laughs> so you told me that there were different types of stress. 
Can you just explain maybe to the audience what that is, like what those are? So we have physical stress, which is stress that occurs in our body. That might be something like from a medical condition. It might be pain. It might be um, an accident that we suffered. That's a physical stress on the body. And we also have psychological stress. This is things going on in our mind. Um, It can manifest as depressive thoughts or anxious thoughts or just not feeling quite right in the way that you're thinking and perceiving things. Um, Then we can also have psycho-spiritual stress, which is, you know, kind of lacking meaning or purpose in our life, not being sure what our spiritual beliefs are, or even being stressed about not making it to church every Sunday. That can be um, psycho-spiritual stress. I've never Um, heard of that term. Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever heard that? I've never heard that term. Yeah. And also, yeah. Also emotional stress. If we have things going on emotionally, maybe we lost a loved one. Um, Maybe there's something going on with our friend or a family member that can create emotional stress. Yeah. And we're experiencing a lot of that here at the hospital internally. I mean, yeah. COVID has thrown all of us, I think, through a huge stress loop of We didn't ever expect this. Mm -hmm. So I, yeah. And this has been an ongoing thing. So that can result in chronic stress Mm -hmm. and chronic stress can affect your mental health. It can affect your physical health and just make you feel not well. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I don't like stress. I like to be happy and I like to be able to get things done and just function normally. So, well, there's also a positive kind of stress called you stress. And you stress is like a mild to moderate stress that's normal for us to experience. Like if we're preparing for final exams or we are in line for a promotion, that kind of stress can be motivating. It can help strengthen our immune system and be a positive thing. So stress isn't necessarily bad. When it becomes negative is when it's chronic, high, ongoing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And that that's all the different types of stress there are. So yeah. um, so do you so we want to know, at least I do, of what are those coping methods? What are those busters that you're like, here's okay. what you can do <laughs> to make sure you don't have the chronic stress, you have the good stress. Right. So. so we all have the COVID stress going on, other things, and then the holidays come up. So we might feel overwhelmed with obligations, family coming. Uh, we got to do this, do that, run our kids to their activities, go see the musical. And that can feel really overwhelming. And But we also have to do our regular responsibilities. Responsibilities. So we're like, when do I have time? I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's how I get. Exactly. You feel like you want to pull your hair out. Yes. yes. Yeah. So one way we can deal with this is just prioritizing. So one of the things I recommend to my clients is to make a list of five things every day. So you can do this right before bed for the next day or first thing in the morning. And so if you just write down five things and prioritize them according to importance, 
just focus on those five things. Other things can wait for another day. Or if you're feeling super motivated that day, you might end up doing more than five things. But usually people find that having five things to do is manageable. So I was always told that just to get one thing done in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I have started doing this and you can even ask my husband. (laughs) I make the bed every morning so I can just be like, I accomplished one thing today. And so that was always like a good starter for me. Yes. So like I, I hear sometimes these recommendations. I think other people hear them. Can we give examples like make the bed in the morning, Mm -hmm. get dressed, feed my children right. and myself. <laughs> and I'm, I'm including like vitamins and everything in that feeding and then make it to work on time, cook dinner. Yeah. So don't add like get to bed on time. Right. Uh, I don't know. Just focus on five mm-hmm. things. Five okay. things. Or like, you know, maybe you have to go to the bank that day or maybe you need to make a phone call that day. So put that in the five things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. It just always helps me to actually have mm-hmm. the recommendation. Like where, where do I even start? Right. So, Absolutely. Okay. And making your bed is a great place to start. Okay. So prioritize. You got that everybody? Prioritize at least five things. What else? Okay. The next thing is your self care. A lot of times, especially as women, we feel like we're, we're giving and giving and giving and there's not enough time for ourselves. So we have to take advantage of little moments, little things, maybe even make some time where we're taking care of ourselves. And that might be something as simple as, you know, instead of taking a shower, we take a bath. Um, exercising for like 10 minutes, um, journaling, like whatever you like to do. Maybe you do your nails. Maybe you get your hair done. Um, maybe you play with your animals, but something that's going to fill your cup. So if you think about a cup and you're pouring out of this cup and it's empty because you're giving to everyone else, and people keep asking you for things and you haven't filled that cup, you don't have anything to give them. And that's when the stress can become really overwhelming and toxic. And I think some people, and I'm guilty of this every once in a while, I think some people are like, they pride themselves in that, where it's like, I'm just the most giving person and I'm just going to give until I run into the ground. And it's like, I don't take time to read my devotions or ask, you know, for me, please give me the strength or fill my cup up with that time in the morning. Mm-hmm. And another one for me is just like, my husband knows if I get some time with my animals, like you mm-hmm. said, like if I can go out and milk a goat, <laughs> I'm sorry, that seems so random, but it's like, it is just that time with that animal and they appreciate it too. And it's just whatever you've got to do to fill your cup. Right. Like for a lot of people that looks different. And right. yeah, like you said, a bath is great. Mm-hmm. Like just a nice bubble bath. Yeah. Give me 20 minutes and I'll be, I'll be better. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a lot of us fall into the trap of feeling that self-care is selfish. And that's not what it is. We're not taking care of ourselves at the expense of everyone else. We're taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves so that we can be there for everyone else. That's a difference. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Because 
I know some people will put that like you're being selfish and mm-hmm. you're not. You're right. just trying to yeah, fill your cup and make sure that you're taking care of yourself healthy. Mm-hmm. And my mom always said, if your health is gone, everything else is gone. Exactly. So. If you're not taking care of yourself, then who's going to do it for you? Yeah. yeah. So what else do you have for us? Um, so we need to avoid something we call should statements. I often tell my clients to stop shoulding on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've never heard this. So this is good. So this would be like, oh man, I should have done that or I should have done this. And uh, why didn't I do that? And so we're kind of getting into that negative mindset. Um, We want to speak kindly to ourselves, uplift ourselves, encourage ourselves, say, you know, you're doing great. You've had a lot happen in the last couple of months. Keep going, keep fighting through. And it's okay if you have a bad day. Yeah. I am a good mom. I will try better next time. I love myself. Exactly. I'm appreciative of myself. Yeah. Yep. I need to do that more often too. Right. We all do. Yeah. Yeah. Because we can just get in our head and say, oh, I'm such an idiot. Why did I do that? Mm -hmm. And that's not going to help us. Yeah. 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 And um, journaling at the end of the day, whether it be like five, 10 minutes, just writing down, processing your day and finish that with gratitude statements. If you practice gratitude first thing in the morning and right before you go to bed, your whole day is going to feel brighter. Okay. Even three, like I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my higher power. I'm grateful for my job or whatever else. Just three can help shift you out of that negative mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, perfect. So prior, let me go over this. So we're going to prioritize. We're going to take care of ourselves. We're going to journal and we're going to make sure we're focused on The positives. Yep. Okay. What else? So another thing we need to do during the holidays is set boundaries. We might belong to organizations or have family that expects us to do all of these things that we're not able to handle. Like here, can you bake the cookies or can you host this event or can we all come to your house? It's okay to say no, and we can do it in a way that's polite and say, I'm sorry, I can't do that this year. I have other things going on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe they get upset. Maybe they don't. You're not responsible for their feelings. But saying no to someone else means saying yes to yourself. It's a part of that self-care. I heard one time that instead of saying no, you can always use a statement like this of, If I say yes to this, I'm going to have to not be able to do something else. So for me, I I have to keep that a priority right now. Yeah. So at this time, unfortunately, we need to look at a different option. Mm -hmm. Let's rent the holiday in. (laughs) Right. Something. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe throw out some suggestions. If you need to say no, you really care about this person and whatever they're asking, say, you know, I bet Mary would be able to help. Why don't you check with Mary? And, you know, maybe Mary's like, yeah, great. I'm not doing anything that day. Perfect. So, yeah. 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 Always give recommendation. Don't just say no. Yep. Okay. 
What else we got? So another thing that we really fall into over the holiday season is financial stress. As Americans, we tend to feel obligated to buy gifts for everyone and spend a lot of money on our kids. And so that can create stress. You know, you're struggling in January. You're not a surprise bill comes up. We kind of want to avoid that. People really appreciate when you spend time with them, give them words of affirmation, um, do an activity together. Um, a great Christmas idea that a lot of people use is a photo with a letter. You know, hope you all are well. This is what's going on with our family. Happy holidays. And that is relatively inexpensive and you can send it to everyone budget for your gifts. Like say you have five children and you only want to spend $500 this year, then $100 per kid. Keep it in that limit. Even though they've got a list this long for Santa, you know, Santa can only do so much because of COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, and just being honest with like your kids to mm -hmm. say, you know, we financially you know, may not be able to do a lot this year, but we're going to make it fun. Right. And so many things are free. Yes. When you think about like what means the most to you, like you're talking about time. Yeah. When you, at least whenever someone asks me, like, what's the most important thing to you? Family, health, things that don't cost a penny. Right. Right. So it's, and another thing, like, I don't know about you, but this sweat sweater I'm wearing, mm -hmm. $1.50. Heck, yeah. I go to <laughs> the bargain box. I yeah. go down to Habitat for Humanity. Mm -hmm. They have free boxes. And I've got stuff in my car right now that I actually need to go drop off sometime today. Deja Vu is another one great one. Yeah, yeah. Like we have over six different locations just mm -hmm. here in Cody. And I know all over the basin there's different areas. But try to just go and get something that's free and clean it up mm -hmm. and make it you know, a new gift for somebody else. And so, yeah. yeah, I, our, our budget, my husband and I was $30, $30 to spend on each other mm -hmm. and we have to get really creative. So yeah. yeah, I, we're definitely trying to get off that bandwagon of getting all these gifts that our kids are going to play with for a day, 30 minutes. Yeah. They prefer the boxes, right? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, don't, yeah. Don't get on that bandwagon that you've got to buy all these new things. And yeah. your children were, will appreciate, at least mm -hmm. I did with my parents. My parents were teachers and they didn't have a whole lot of money, mm -hmm. but they always told us, like, we just want you to know we love you financially. Like, here's where we're at. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. And other things that you can do is check out the activities that are going on in the community. We live in a great community that does arts and crafts plays, music. There are so many things going on. Make it a family get together and yeah. just go have fun. Yeah. yeah. And if you are just really struggling financially, um, another one here locally is holiday helpers. Yep. Sign up, be a family that gets gifted mm -hmm. because there are people like us that want to go out and help. And mm -hmm. if you aren't willing to ask for help, that doesn't allow us to do what we love, which is to help. So yeah. it's that's okay another to thing. ask for help. Yep. 
It's really important. You know, if you can ask for help, if you can delegate tasks, that will take some stress off of you. Um, if you are in need, the Holiday Helpers is great. The Department of Family Services. Um, our peer specialist, Jackie Fails, has a whole list of resources for people in need. So if you contact Cedar Mountain Center, ask for Jackie, and then she can help you navigate that process so that your kids are getting gifts, you're getting the resources that you need because the struggle is real right now. Yeah, we will put Jackie's contact information down below um, mm -hmm. here. So just make sure you do call her and, and ask for help. Yeah, so. absolutely. What else you got for us? Okay, physical. We have to take care of our physical health. <sighs> I know nobody likes the E word. I like to call exercise mindful movement. What this means is that you find some type of movement that you can tolerate or even enjoy. This might be something as simple as walking. It might be, you know, doing one of those YouTube exercise videos. It might be yoga. It might be Tai Chi. It might be, you know, playing a sport. Whatever you like, the more movement you can get in, the recommendation is 150 minutes a week, which is about 20 minutes a day. Even if you do five minutes a day, you're still doing something. Mm -hmm. But that can help release some of that emotional energy. It helps you cope better with life and feel more relaxed. You'll sleep better. The benefits just go on and on and on. Yeah. And do not start a diet or fitness regime on January 1st. How many of you have done that? Oh, I'm going to go on this new year plan. I found this whole diet and I'm going to join the gym. And how long does that last usually? About a month. About a month. Yeah. yeah. So what matters is what you're doing today. Indulge in the holiday treat. Have a cookie. But telling yourself you're going to do it later just keeps being later. So you want to take care of yourself today. Um, I like to say 80% of the time, eat things that have five ingredients or less. So that leaves a 20% wiggle room for eating, you know, the junk food, the, the, yeah. the naughty things. Yeah. And so you're not feeling deprived because when we feel deprived, we tend to go all the way in the other direction. We totally indulge. Yes. And I did for about five years. I was mm -hmm. in that mode of I would eat like a whole cake, yeah, or like an entire box of cereal. Yeah, I don't know about anybody else, but maybe you don't do that. And I'm <laughs> the only weird one here, but like I would do that, and then I would go and exercise to the amount of the calories that I would mm -hmm. intake, and I would be like on a treadmill for two hours. Yeah. This was in college, so I don't have that time at all. But it wasn't until like. I had an accountability partner who's now my husband. I would eat with him and I would make sure that like, it was okay to have a cookie. Like mm -hmm. you said, yeah. like one piece of cake. Don't, don't worry about it. Like just indulge when you want to indulge and just do a little bit. Like, don't worry about it. I just, if you give oh. yourself permission to eat everything, it takes away that rebellion in your mind and yeah. you won't want it as much. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay balanced. I do. Ongoing I'm, process. I'm, yeah. I'm <laughs> very thankful for my husband. He keeps me very balanced. <laughs> right. Helps me. Yeah. Cause you want to take care of yourself today. We don't want to wait till later. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, a couple things that we can do for stress. Uh, the first one is mindfulness. Do you know what mindfulness means? I do now. Okay. Yes, we've been doing this in some of our leadership work sessions, mm-hmm. and it's just yeah, okay. being in the present kind of. Yeah, it's just paying attention to what's going on right now. A lot of times we tend to think about the past and that makes us feel a little on the depressed side or we worry about the future and that makes us feel anxious. So if we can stay in the right here, right now, we can tolerate things a lot better. We can have more joy, contentment, serenity in our lives. So one of the ways you can bring yourself back to the present moment is simply by using your breath. And I have my little breathing ball here. So do you want to practice this with me? I do. Can you see the breathing ball? Okay. Okay. So as you inhale, I'm going to expand and exhale. Inhale. And you want to make your exhale longer than your inhale. And that's like a one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. It's like a four count almost. You, Yeah, you can do the four. You can even inhale and then hold your breath for a minute. Yeah. And then exhale. Mm-hmm. But slowing your breath down signals to your brain that we need to slow down. It takes your focus off of everything out here into your body and you can be more present. I know when I'm in a group of people, like sometimes my mind is going so fast and I just don't shut up and listen. Mm -hmm. And so for me, actually, Steve um, and our Cedar Mountain Center taught us like just focus on your breath. And get in the present moment and try not to focus on what you're going to say next, mm-hmm. because then that gets me in trouble. Right. Where it's just like, <laughs> try to just take your time and breathe mm-hmm. and just be calm. And yeah. So if you're listening to this, you're not watching this. She had a, you know, an expansion ball that kind of visually shows you when to breathe in, mm-hmm. how to hold and when to exhale. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Another thing we can do is called grounding. So that also gets us in touch with the present moment. And an easy way to do this is to, I'm going to have you do this with me. I want you to tell me five things that you can see in the room. Your eyes, the lights around us, (laughs) the teal wall, the large TV screen, and my friend Jennifer behind the camera. Okay. And four things that you can feel. I'll help you out with that. My ring in my hand, my hands clutched, my sweatshirt here, Mm -hmm. and my sweatshirt because I'm sweating right now. (laughs) I'm like so hot right now. (laughs) So I can feel myself just be really warm. Yes. Three things you can hear. Your voice, my tetanitis in my ear, and the vent above us. Okay. Two things you can smell. Um, I'll help you. My breath and, oh, yummy. (laughs) And some like lavender type floral oil. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then one thing you can taste. 
the pretzels that I was eating <laughs> before yeah, the show. Absolutely. <laughs> so we call that five, four, three, two, one grounding. We do five things we can see, four things we can touch, three things we can hear, two things we can smell, and one thing that we can taste. And that helps us, again, get in the moment, what's going on, reset those thoughts that are just going in our mind so that we can focus on what's coming. You putting that oil to my mask, I can still smell you that. You still smell it? <laughs> like, I need to start doing that because it's nice. Yeah. Like, just like a lavender. Yep. So what this is, is lavender essential lavender. oil. It's yeah. a great way to get back into the present. A lot of people will put it in their bath. They'll put a little bit on themselves. You can use it in a diffuser and it just creates like a peaceful scent. There's a million different kinds. So find the scent that you like. Um, Walmart has them the cheapest. <laughs> yeah. That smells really good. Yeah. Um, and something else that we can do is practice meditation. So this is just taking a few minutes to focus on your breath or focus on a candle. You can do guided meditations. They've got a million of them on YouTube. Um, yoga is a form of a meditation practice, Tai Chi, anything like that that's mindful um, spend time in water. That can be a very mindful thing. So go swimming, sit in a hot tub, take a hot shower, take a cold shower, splash cold water on your face. Um, and also spending time in nature. I know that it's cold and really windy here, but if you have some clothing, you can bundle up, you can go for a walk, maybe before the wind kicks up for the day or in the evening, even for a few minutes, getting that fresh air can recenter us. Yeah. Um, practice your spirituality, whatever that looks like every day, make that conscious contact with your higher power. Um, that can keep us very centered and focused, ask for help from your higher power and be creative. So if you like music, if you like art, if you like writing, um, if you like to act. So do something that's creative because when you share your creativity with people, it makes you and others happy. Mm -hmm. And just remember what's really important. Yeah. What's important is yourself, your friends and family, the community. I'm curious, what is your creative, like, what do you practice? It's like a part of your creative side. So I'm a singer. You are? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, no, I did know that. Someone <laughs> said, yes, I have heard that. Okay. Yeah. So that's my creative okay. side. Yeah. Do you want to sing for us at all? Oh, my goodness. She did Put not know on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at the end. You can okay. do like a closing song. <laughs> You're going to kill me after this. <laughs> I do have a closing quote. Okay, let's do that. Today, I refuse to stress myself out about things I cannot control or change. Yes, I love that. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. And everyone, I'm sure you learned something out of this. I know I did. And I'm going to make sure that I prioritize, I take care of myself. I remember to talk positive. I remember to get near water, make sure we focus on the present. 
We can meditate. Lots of things that you've listened to. So yeah, Lauren, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, again, we're going to put Cedar Mountain Center's contact down below, but mm-hmm. if anybody needs to reach out, please do so. So yes, have thank a you. wonderful holiday season. Merry Christmas. It's a great time of year. So try to focus on the present and control what you can control. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to CRH Talk. Please subscribe, rate, or share this podcast. Check us out at codyregionalhealth.org and see what services we offer locally in Northwest Wyoming.